Come on, let's lift our hands in this place for a moment. Lord, we thank you for your goodness today. We thank you that your love is towards us, Lord, that you care so deeply about every single person, Lord God. Under the sound of my voice here in this room, watching on live stream, whether we may find ourselves this morning, we are loved by you. And God, this morning, I pray over these next few moments together that you would speak to us, Lord. You would speak to us from your word, which is powerful to transform, to change, to bring life, to encourage, to build, to make your church strong, Lord Jesus, this morning, that your word would do its work today in our lives. Lord, I pray for the team in Japan this morning. I pray for them, Lord God, that you would bless them, protect them, Lord Jesus, as they travel back this week and as they minister today, that they would see great fruit. Lord God, those that are traveling over this long weekend or this holiday season, Lord, City Church family, Lord, I pray you keep them safe on the roads, Lord Jesus. Protect them as they travel and bring them back safely in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. 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 You can take a seat this morning. Isn't it great to be in church together this morning, City Church? We love you, City Church. What an incredible honor it is to lead this incredible church and uh, the amazing people, which to me are the value in the church, is not the building, is not any of the other things that we own or have. The real value of the church is the people. And I believe this church is full of incredible people that love Jesus, that live for His purpose, and that understand that our lives are not here for ourselves, but we are completely about others. We are here on earth to be able to make a difference, to be salt and light in this earth. And I just think we've got the most incredible people that call City Church home. So why don't you give yourself a hand this morning? Because you're amazing. You're incredible. Well, I want to encourage you next weekend. Next Sunday, we have Everyone Sunday. And Teo Konda is a, a personal friend of mine. He's an incredible evangelist. And uh, we're really believing that next Sunday is going to be the most incredible Sunday and an opportunity for people to meet Jesus for the first time or to reconnect with Jesus. And so ultimately, that service, we are really aiming for people to know Jesus in a personal relationship. And I want to encourage you, next weekend's not a long weekend. Next weekend's not school holidays. Next weekend's not daylight savings. Next weekend's back to a normal weekend, a pastor's dream. And it's everyone's Sunday, and I really want to encourage you, this isn't just for us. This is a service. This is an opportunity. I want to encourage you to cast the net again. Who's a friend or a family member, a neighbor, somebody that you know that doesn't know Jesus that you could send a message out to this week? Send a text message, place a phone call, maybe just put a few out. Who knows, out of the five people you may invite, even one may come. And I'll tell you what, that means something. One person coming to the heart of Jesus talks to, talks to us in the Bible about that all heaven rejoices when someone accepts Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. So come on, this week, let's invite, let's bring people out, and let's really believe that next Sunday is going to be a life-transforming time in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Well, today, let's not look past today. I want to, I want to speak this morning a message entitled, I'm Walking by Faith. I don't want this morning's message just to be a message, just to be something that we hear with our ears and walk out of this building the same. I want it to be a proclamation this morning. I want us to be speaking into our future this morning. I want it to be a statement of who we are. Turn to the person next to you and say, I am walking by faith. I'm walking by faith. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says this, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for 
and assurance about what we do not see. If we go down to verse 6, it says, And without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. There's something about faith that pleases the heart of God. When we live by faith, when we have a trust and a dependence upon Jesus Christ, no matter the circumstances, no matter what we may be facing in our life, when we make a decision to be people of faith, there's something about that that pleases God. There's many people in this world today that are faking it. There's many people that are failing at it. There's many people that are forgetting it. But can I encourage you this morning to be somebody that faiths it? Somebody that lives your life in such a way that you trust God. Even in seasons of uncertainty where you don't understand that you would have the kind of reliance upon Him, that you rely upon His character, not upon the circumstances that you may face. See, a lot of people say about faith that the opposite of faith is fear. See, I don't really believe that that's true. The opposite of faith is certainty. Because if you're certain about something, you don't need to have faith. You don't need to believe. You don't need to trust. You know it's going to happen. So if you're going to live by faith, it means that you're going to live in seasons of your life where things aren't certain. Where you don't know what the outcome's going to be. Where you're believing and you're confessing things that you're just not 100% sure, but you're just sure enough that you're going to take that step. That you're just sure enough that you can trust the character of God, even when it does not seem possible, you're going to walk by faith. I don't want to be the kind of person that just lives my life in the comfortability of what I know, in the comfortability of what I just understand, living my life in such a way where I don't ever take steps, where I don't ever step out in faith and live the life that God has called me to live. See, comfortability is all about us understanding the facts, knowing the details, and being certain of what's happened. Do you know what? On the inside of every one of us is a control freak. On the inside of every one of us, we want to control the seasons. We want to control what's going on. We want to control these different things that happen in our life. Sometimes we want to control people. Confessions. We can feel like that at times where we're just trying to control. But can I say this? Faith is letting go of the control and trusting God. Faith is saying, God, I trust you with my life. I trust you with what you want to do. And I am going to step out in faith. So does anybody ever had that exercise where people try and, and, and get you to trust them by saying, all right, we're going to play, do this exercise where you'll, you'll just lean back and a whole group of people will catch you. Have a look to the screens. Here's an, an example of that exercise going wrong. trust test, hey? What happens when you fall? 
See, that's what happens when sometimes we have faith in other people. Sometimes we expect them to catch us. We have our, our faith in a certain person, an employer, and a friend, and a family member, and we can be let down. And then we can filter our faith through our disappointment. Instead of understanding this, when we have faith in God, it doesn't matter which way we fall. Everyone's waiting for us at the back, but we can fall forward and God will still catch us. We can fall to the side and God will still catch us. When we live by faith, we can have an understanding that God is the one that we have our faith in. So, so many of us have our faith in our circumstances. We have our faith in our hard work. We have our faith in the things that we've done to accomplish where we're at or have our faith in a certain person and we can rely upon them. But can I say there's something more powerful than all of those things and it's having our faith in Jesus Christ. See, our faith shouldn't be a circumstantial thing. It should be a faith in our heavenly Father. If our faith is just based on our outcomes, it has no foundation in relationship. And faith is not transactional, it's relational. At the core of our faith, we're not just trusting some kind of distant, faraway God. We are trusting our Heavenly Father. That relationship and that strength and that trust that we have with Him, it guides and directs our life. See, we are living as Christians from victory. We're not living trying to strive to get it. You know, in the Greek word for faith, so the word for faith in the Greek is pistis. And it means this, belief, firm persuasion, assurance, firm conviction, and faithfulness. It says this, faith is confidence in what we hope for and the assurance that the Lord is working even though we cannot see it. Faith knows that no matter what the situation in our lives or someone else's, that the Lord is working in it. Listen to this. It is the act whereby a person lays hold of God's resources, becomes obedient to what he has prescribed, and putting aside all self-interest and self-reliance, trusts him completely. It is an unqualified surrender of the whole of one's being in dependence upon him. It is wholly trusting and relying upon him for all things. It is not just mental assent to the facts and realities of truth. It must come from a deep inner conviction. See, biblically, faith is trust. It's confidence in or assurance. It's trust. When you're really looking at the basis of what faith is, it's trust. Not just in a circumstance playing out as we thought. But trusting in God, even when the circumstance doesn't work in the favor that we thought. See, to me, trust is really tested when the circumstance doesn't eventuate as we thought. When we prayed for the miracle and the person didn't get it. When we believed that God would do something significant in our life that would change and it didn't happen as we expected, then our faith is tested. It's like the saying that many, I've heard many times, can you trust a faith that hasn't been tested? See, the, the thing about our lives is our faith is constantly tested because we live in a transactional world. We prayed the prayer, now we're expecting the result to happen. 
Whereas when we give our life to Jesus Christ, we say to God, we give you complete control. We give you lordship over our life. And therefore, my life is not my own. Even when circumstances don't go my way, even when it's a season that I didn't expect, my faith and my trust is not in the circumstances. It's in Jesus Christ. And that's the difference that we need to understand. If our faith is just in a miracle happening, our faith will fail us. Our faith must be rooted and found in the foundation of relationship with Jesus Christ. Colossians 2 verse 7 says it this way, Let your roots grow down deep in Him and let your lives be built on Him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Why is it that some people can go through a season that seems so difficult and so hard and they can still be thankful? Why is it they can go through a season that from the outside you think God didn't show up? 